Hey there, folks. It's been a pretty busy week here at Chris to Chris, and we didn't have time to record a completely new episode. So we thought it might be fun to pull from the old archives and share a fan favorite back from 1998. Now, you might notice that there's a few things that have changed from then and now. Anyway, go ahead and uh, sit back, maybe pour yourself a drink, and enjoy the show. to fix your life and then lives up to that promise. I'm sure of it. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my DJ, Rick. Rick is in the building. Say hi, Rick. Yeah. Now, you guys might know me as that one guy from the sixth grade field trip to Astro Camp or for my perfect word-for-word rendition of the song Basketball Jones by Chris Rock. Don't forget that we do new episodes of this show every single week, so tune in every Friday. And we got a great show for y'all today. Today we're talking about Bill Clinton, Pokemon, the Unabomber, Titanic, and a whole lot more. But before we continue, I've been thinking about doing some sort of listener call-in segment for this show for a while now. You know? I noticed that a lot of talk shows get their listeners involved in some capacity. And here at Chris to Chris, we strive to be no less than average. I want to hear the voices of our people. So folks, if you're listening, just call the number at the bottom of the screen right now. And you can be heard live on the air. Uh, Chris, this is a radio show. There's no screen. They, they have no number to call. You know, you're you're always so negative, dude. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. I, I, I really hate you sometimes. Okay, uh, slight hiccup. A little bit of a technical difficulty, but we are going to uh, make this thing happen. Uh, in the meantime, we got to move on to the tip of the week. This week, I don't know if you've heard, but President Clinton has been impeached. He was banging his intern... Monica Lewinsky, allegedly. It's the classic love story, you know. 22-year-old girl meets 49-year-old man. They bang and fall in love. Beautiful. But it turns out that screwing your intern might not be a good idea when you're the president of the United States. See, after the story broke, I was personally shocked to find out that Bill Clinton, get this, is a married man. His wife, uh, Hillary Clinton, apparently did not agree to his affair with a woman less than half her age, so naturally she was pretty steamed. Which is why this week's tip is do not bang your intern. Don't bang your intern. It might seem like a good idea at the time, right? But if key people don't know ahead of time, you can cause a big mess. And I don't just mean on a blue dress. <laughs> I think Bill Clinton should aim higher. He should elevate his morals. The kind of uh, morals you expect from a man from Arkansas. He's from Arkansas, right? I think this uh, this Clinton fellow should 
strive to be more like uh, Donald Trump. That guy. That guy knows morals. You know what I'm saying, Mike? I mean, uh, Rick? Anyway, we got to move on to our uh, little segment we like to call Video Game Corner. There's a new Game Boy game that's causing kids to lose their minds. Well, you know, actually, it's two new Game Boy games. Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue are being played on every single Game Boy in the world right this moment. Uh, Rick, you, you remember the Game Boy, right? Well, it's 1998, right? So why would I not remember it? Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, these, these games are pretty huge. Well, the cartridges themselves are actually pretty small, but the games are super popular right now. That's what I mean by huge. Uh, you can't go anywhere. You can't, you can't go into any store, any piece of public domain without seeing some sort of Pokemon paraphernalia. There's Pokemon cards, board games, birthday decorations, so on and so forth. Actually, have a, a Pokemon Monopoly game. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. The, the characters are made of rubber. My little brother actually got caught playing Pokemon in church once. That was a low point for all of us. <sighs> you ever watch a show? I guess it's giving Japanese kids seizures. And it's got a, a pretty cool rap, too, at the end of each episode. And it's not so much of a rap as it is just some dude shouting the names of Pokemon with very little rhyme or reason. But uh, it's pretty popular. Pretty popular. I actually uh, started up my, my own Pokemon website. Well, really, I started up about 30 Pokemon websites under a bunch of different free hosts. It's called uh, Charizardian's Pokemon World. And you can find a different version of it on GeoCities, Max Pages, Homestead, AOL Hometown, Nick15.com, and a whole lot more. Why, why did you make so many of them? Give me a break, Rick. I'm only 11 years old. You know, HTML's hard. <laughs> All right. Uh, folks, we are still looking for callers to reach out to us. Oh, what's this? Why, it's our first caller. Hello, listener. Thanks for calling. What's your name? This is Rick. No, you, you can't be Rick. You've got to say a different name. Uh, this is Mike. For fuck's sake, dude. You can't be Rick. You can't be Mike. You've got to be someone else. Pick another name. And show some excitement, for God's sake. This is a comedy show, not a waker. What the hell do you want me to do, dude? I walk in at two minutes from recording, you tell me, oh, by the way, your name is Rick, and we're 20 years younger. I'm not an actor, bro. Get your shit together. <sighs> All right, uh, fine. Uh, we, okay, uh, folks, we got to move on to the news, but we will get back to our, uh, our callers in a, in, a, in, a, in a bit. Okay, in the news, Theodore Kaczynski, a.k.a. The Unabomber, has been sentenced to four consecutive life sentences in prison, plus an extra 30 years for good measure. Now, you might know this uh, Kaczynski fellow better as the Unabomber, 
aka that dick that kept blowing shit up and causing TV networks to cut away from new episodes of Seinfeld and Married with Children. See, last year, Princess Diana died in a car accident. And I remember it very clearly because when I found out, I was in the middle of a very gripping episode of Hanging with Mr. Cooper when they cut away to uh, footage of this car accident. It was a brand new episode, too. So I, I, was, uh, I was in shock. I was pretty upset about this at the time because I didn't know anything about Princess Diana. However, I did know about Mr. Cooper. And this news was really harshing my vibe, man. You know? And in retrospect, I feel, I feel kind of bad about the whole thing, the way I, the way I reacted. Because if I died, I would want everyone's TV show to be interrupted too. So rest in peace to uh, Miss Princess Diana. Anyway, uh, this Unabomber guy, he, he got four life sentences, and I thought about it, and I think it's a pretty, pretty clever punishment. I want you to think about it, too. If he got the death penalty, he would be killed, and his punishment would be over, right? Easy out, I say. But if you give him four life sentences, that's giving us some backup punishment. I call it the Hindu Clause, sort of like the Santa Claus, but less clever. See, if we just kill this guy, he gets off easy. He had 17 years of bombing people. Now he gets to die in prison four times. Now, granted, it's a lot of tax money for the taxpayer, but some, some punishments are worth it, I say. And if the Hindus are right, and reincarnation is a real thing, this dude is totally boned, right? He's got he's to live out... I don't know. I, what's, the, what's the average life of a uh, serial killer? Or, you know, he wasn't actually a... Do you, do you qualify as a serial killer? Because I, I, I read some stats on this dude, and he... I think he only killed, actually, three people. He, he harmed and injured more, but... And not to diminish the deaths of these three people. If I was one of those three people, and you used the word only killed three people in front of my... My death sentence, I'd be, I'd be pretty, pretty mad. I'd be pretty steamed. Just like, just like I was Hillary Clinton and uh, uh, I, I, I punched Bill Clinton in, in the face with my ring. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay, uh, in other news, Titanic is still in theaters. Hey, Rick, uh, you, you seen Titanic yet? Yeah, we, we saw it when it was... Rhetorical question, Rick. It's the same question everyone's been asking everyone since it came out last year. It's become the new conversation icebreaker. Oh my god, you get it? You get it? Icebreaker, Titanic icebreaker. You get it. Anyway, it used to be crazy weather we're having, or the Dodgers really suck this year, huh? Now it's, hey, how many times have you seen Titanic? And I'm starting to think this James Cameron guy maybe knows a thing or two about making popular movies. Rick, you seen Terminator 2? It's dope. James Cameron directed that movie. Have you seen The Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Well, James Cameron saw that movie too. He saw it twice, actually, which is probably why Titanic is the most successful movie ever made. And it also had uh, titties in it. See, Rick, I got, I got Rick to smile. See, he knows. He knows. He knows what I'm talking about. 
But Rick, those 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 titties come at a cost. This movie is seven hours long. No joke. No joke. You can look it up. Seven hours long. Don't look it up. But it's seven hours long. And I've got a theory about why this movie is so popular. Because two hours in, you see a naked chick, which is about an hour faster than it takes to see one on AOL. That is a a fact that will never get old. So anyway, congratulations to James Cameron, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, and old Kate Winslet from the boat. You guys uh, are all the kings of the world in my book. Anyway, folks, we are back with our first ever listener call-in. Rick, go ahead and patch our caller back into the show. Okay, now just read what I wrote for you, all right? All right, thanks for holding on, listener. What did you say your name was again? Hi, my name is... Hi, my name is... Hi, my name is... My name is Marshall. I'm not actually Eminem. We just have the same name. (laughs) Hey, Marshall. Thanks for being our first ever caller. What's your question? That episode ends pretty abruptly right there. I still have the scars to prove it. So does Rick, wherever he may be. Yeah, wherever he might be. Anyway, we got to move on to listener questions. And we have some good questions this week. Some really good questions. Ken asks, how many years must a mountain exist before it is washed to sea? Sounds very poetic, but I'm going to give you a very scientific answer. You see, a mountain can live a long time, right? They're, they're born from the ground. They are volcanoes. Volcanoes that can make other mountains. I don't know if a volcano can make another volcano. I don't think so. Volcanoes are, are like the, the pimples of the earth, right? There's too much pressure underneath and they just explode. But they can make mountains. They can make mountains. They can make islands. They can make continents. We are a planet, of, we are a planet born of volcanoes. And a mountain can live for up to 200 years before it is washed to the sea. Uh, that's, that's a, uh, I don't know, what is that? Is that a global warming fact? I don't know how this, this sort of thing works. I, I claim to come from this as a man of science, but I'm starting to doubt my own, my own knowledge on this subject. Ken also asks, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? That is a, a biblical quote. The, the, the Bible has some, some gems in there, like this question. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? The answer to that question, Ken, is money. Money. Uh, you, when, when someone sells their soul, I think typically what they're gaining out of it is, is money or fame. DMX, rapper DMX, he, he sold his soul. He says... Sold my soul to the devil. The price was cheap. I, I don't know if that's a good DMX impression, but that's pretty much what he says. I, I think he feels kind of bad for it, but 
Yeah, I, I mean, you could you could sell your soul to. Well, I guess this quote doesn't specifically cite the devil, but I don't know who's really in the market for souls. And during uh, my senior year of high school, it was like right, like it was like the few days before I was going to graduate. We had a, a senior trip to Six Flags Magic Mountain Amusement Park, and uh, I paired up with this guy. Like we 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 pretty much spent the day going on rides and hanging out together. I didn't know him super well, but, you know, that was life. <laughs> so I was talking to this guy I kind of knew. And I learned a lot about him very quickly. He told me early on into the day that he sold his soul on eBay for, I want to say, $50. And <laughs> I won't, I won't say, we'll say his name was... uh Ryan. It wasn't Ryan, but we'll say his name was Ryan. And what he did was he uh, he said he, he wrote on a piece of paper Ryan's soul and he stuck it in a jar and sent it to the buyer. 50 bucks. <laughs> so he could buy some video game because back then a new video game was $50. <laughs> so, so he felt kind of bad about it in retrospect. I know you've heard of buyer's remorse, but there's also seller's remorse. And you sell your soul for $50 for some video game you play maybe for like what? At most like 20, 30 hours. Maybe if you really like it, 70, 80. Or maybe you didn't even like it that much. Maybe it was like a crappy game. <laughs> I don't know. But you could tell like he felt remorse and he like he was... You could kind of see it, like he had this thousand-yard stare about it. Like he he started telling me very nonchalantly and casually, like, "Yeah, I sold my soul to this guy on eBay for fifty bucks so I could buy a video game." And uh, then he just had this thousand-yard stare, and he's just like, "Yeah, when you when you sell your soul, you can't really get it back, you know." And there's a whole episode of The Simpsons like this too, actually, where Bart sells his soul to his friend Milhouse. And he does something similar. He just writes his name, he writes Bart's soul on a piece of paper and he gives it to Milhouse. And Bart starts to lose himself. He just like kind of like becomes super depressed and he, he doesn't he doesn't feel like he's himself anymore and he, he's not happy anymore. And every time he's he sees Milhouse, he just sees Milhouse just having a ball laughing and playing with that piece of paper <laughs> it says Bart's soul on it so anyway yeah uh I, I guess you could you could sell your soul for some some quick bucks but you won't have that integrity you won't have that that feeling of uniqueness Devin asks a question he says what's your opinion on cactus cooler if you guys don't know cactus cooler is a soda or if you live somewhere else it's a pop or if you live somewhere else, it's a Coke. This country uh, has a wide vernacular. So what's my opinion on this soda? I haven't had a lot of cactus cooler in my life. But I will say this. Every time I've had cactus cooler, I think I really liked it. I think I really liked it. And there is a very good reason for that. It, uh, it, it has a shitload of sugar in it. Just a ton of sugar. If you look at the uh, back of a cactus cooler and uh, the nutrition facts, uh, it says uh, 
the ingredients are sugar. And that's it. That's the only ingredient in a cactus cooler. Sugar and carbonated bubbles. Just pure sugar. There's not even any liquid of any kind. You're just uh, drinking powdered sugar with bubbles in it. So yeah, I, I think I really like cactus cooler. But I, I, I tend to avoid it because it is diabetes in a can. Ken asks... What's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is living in this world alone. Knowing that you are going to die alone. That nobody will ever love you the way you need to be loved. Or uh, maybe uh, losing your, your, your soul. Or losing your soul and dying alone. I guess that would be it. The real, the real uh, knife in the heart. Real dagger. Jeez, uh, I'm, I'm sad now. Uh, Devin asks, what are birds? Now there we go. That's a pick-me-up question I can answer. What are birds? What are birds? Well, birds, as it turns out, we found out about what was it, like five, six years ago, seven years ago, ten years ago? We found out that birds are actually the descendants of dinosaurs. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Birds used to be dinosaurs. The Tyrannosaurus rex is now just a, 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 a bluebird. It's a hummingbird. The T-Rex is just a little hummingbird now. Oh, how the mighty have fallen, right? However, T-Rex is... Their arms were practically useless. They were just they were just there for pointing. Couldn't grab anything. They were just there to be pointed at, really. To laugh. Like, ah! Like, you couldn't even take a, a, a T-Rex seriously. Like, it, it, it's like he needed to wear, like, fake arms. Just to, just to prove his real intimidation. Because if a T-Rex was gonna come at me and try to eat me, at, at the very least I would do... Because you know you're not gonna you're not gonna win in a fight against a T Rex, tiny arms or not. But you can humiliate a T Rex. You can point and laugh. If, if if something is going to kill me, if something or someone is going to kill me, I want them to feel humiliated in the process. Because that's the least you can do. You have to have some sort of respect for yourself by disrespecting the other person. That's what I believe. So to answer your question, birds are apparently the uh, great-great-grandchildren of dinosaurs. An ostrich, if you think about it, I guess is kind of like a dinosaur. It's just this big, big bird that has these clunky legs and he kind of moves his head like a, like a raptor, maybe. maybe. Maybe ostriches used to be raptors. I don't know. Maybe... Only the pterodactyls survived the, the, great, the great apocalypse that killed the dinosaurs. I really don't know. However, you know, alligators are pretty much living dinosaurs, so I guess they just never, never wanted to fly. They thought, hey, the water's nice down here, baby. <sighs> anyway, that's what birds are, apparently. I remember when uh, Jurassic World was first announced. I was on a, a chat board, a message board, 
and people were saying the the dinosaurs in Jurassic World need to have feathers because it turns out that that raptors didn't look like we thought raptors looked like when Jurassic Park came out. They actually had feathers. And this this guy on the message board said, you know, they could easily explain it, right? They could easily explain it. They could have just some characters say, you know, uh, recent studies have shown us that dinosaurs actually had feathers. Okay, like that, like that's gonna magically explain away uh, the the past three movies where they didn't have feathers, huh, buddy? Huh? You got an answer for that? No, you don't. You don't. You just want to be right. You just want to be right. And that's what birds are. Devin also asks, would you rather eat grilled cheese or cheesed grill? Man, a cheesed grill actually sounds kind of nice, you know? Like when you're, you're barbecuing, maybe you're barbecuing a cheeseburger and you throw the cheese on top and some of that cheese gets on the, on the grill. And it gets kind of crispy, kind of burnt. So I like things to be a little burned sometimes. I like my toast. I like my toast burned, I'm not going to lie. I like it burned. I like it black. My, my wife hates it. She's like, you're just smoking this place up. But I like cheese kind of burned. To answer your question, though, I don't think I would prefer a cheesed grill over a grilled cheese simply because eating a cheesed grill itself is very bad for your teeth. There's not as much iron in a grilled cheese, though. I like grilled cheese. I like, I like cheese that is grilled, but I don't like Kraft Singles or American cheese of any kind. I think... The fact that we've slapped the name American on that quote-unquote cheese, that chemical, is an embarrassment to this country. It's an embarrassment. Even as a child, I, I couldn't convince myself to like it. That's why, for the longest time, I thought I didn't like cheeseburgers. Because you go to McDonald's, you go to Burger King, you go to Carl's Jr., you go to Wendy's, you go to In-N-Out even. They all slap this Kraft cheese single crap on your burger. I thought, no, cheeseburgers are gross. I don't like, I probably thought I didn't like cheese that much. I was wrong. I like cheese. Cheese is great. I don't like this Velveeta chemical pressed crap. I, I don't know if I can make that any clearer. So uh, I'm going to say grilled cheese. I, I, I found out later in life, yo, you, you do like cheeseburgers. You do like grilled cheese. You just like cheddar. You like Swiss. You like pepper jack. You like the other cheeses. Uh, pretty much almost any other cheese, except when you get into those fringe areas where the cheese is in some kind of weird texture or, or needs to come in a bucket of some sort. When you start getting into fringe cheese, I'm, I, I'm, I'm out. But I like a good cheese. It's been a weird episode, guys. Anyway, we're going to wrap this show up here with uh, some poll results. Last week we asked, would you rather eat a warm Lunchable or a vegan steak? We were a little bit split this week. Our listeners said, uh, or 60% of our listeners said that they would rather eat a warm Lunchable and pretty much risk food poisoning like I got. 40% said they would rather eat a vegan steak and risk Tongue poisoning. 
This week's poll asks, what is the best thing to come from the 90s? Don't forget that you guys can subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Podcast Republic, and uh, you can also listen to the show at upandloaded.com. You can stream it, download it to your computer or phone. It's a great, great new world we live in. And, of course, we are on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can tell your friends and your friends' friends and your friends' enemies. We are trying to get to that 8 billion listenership any day now. Any day now. This has been episode 22 of Chris to Chris. You guys enjoy your weekend. Or else.